On this DMV Sports Roundtable, what do Redskins fans have to look forward to next season? Don't everyone answer at once. Maybe Adrian Peterson coming back. We'll definitely have to come back here and, uh, you know, finish finish off on, on a better note. The Wizards catch the injury bug. Markeith Morris out for more than a month with a neck problem after we learned that John Wall gets season-ending left heel surgery. With us all the regular dudes, George Wallace, Jamal Bones, Chris Chion. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Follow us on Twitter at DMV Sports Round 1. I said don't everyone answer at once. What can Dan Snyder do to keep his stadium from being taken over by Eagles fans? Fire we saw Bruce in the, Allen. <laughs> in the final regular season game. What, Hashtag what can be done? Fire Bruce Allen, which has been trending, which actually was trending nationally uh, within the last week or so. It's not going to happen. It's a pipe dream of mine, and I've been been pounding the table for this. Him and Ernie can get on the same bus and get the hell out of town. But until this stadium, is he really that? Imp- I guess he's really that important to the stadium deal, George, because he's just he's here. I mean, he's like a roach, man. You can't get rid of his ass. Know, he would not go away. I, I you didn't think relegate that, him right to a role. But that, here's the problem with that: he's still in the building. He supersedes everything can, as long can, as he's there. You can you can elevate Eric Schaefer and and uh, anything you want to do, Kyle mm-hmm. Smith. But as long as Bruce is still in the building, they're going to answer. They're going to feel like that that, that Bruce is still running. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's, it's his presence. And when yeah. you have a presence like that, you can relegate him all you want to. But as long as he, he's seen, it's almost an out of sight, out of mind sort of thing. But as long as his presence is in that building, then he's going to loom large whether he's in the room or not. He's still going to have that effect on these people. Yeah. And that's just the way it is right now. So one of our colleagues, Tim Murray, tweeted this, and I really do agree with it, that the Redskins need to make a splash sort of like they did in the draft with Robert Griffin III moving up for him. I think Dwayne Haskins would be somebody, an immediate fix to the attendance problems. He's a local guy. He would add mm-hmm. excitement to a position that we're not excited about whatsoever because I don't think Alex Smith's coming back week one, right? Oh, no. Uh, we're not. We're, I don't want to see Colt McCoy starting week one. One, what are the what are the other options? Well, Joe Flacco, no, 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 Ryan Tannehill, no one's going to get excited no. for that. You need to grab Haskins, now, however possible, and basically put him right. Well, the field. well, let me ask you this: Is he definitely coming out? He's That's coming. Pro- out. Well, I know, but you well, think well, he I, will. he is because Justin Fields just said he's transferring to Ohio State. Well, I thought about oh. that. Yeah, so now you go. got Fields yeah. and Tate Martell. There's no there's no reason for Haskins to be there. Let those young boys battle it out, and let the younger of the two talented quarterbacks, let them do their do. He's done what he has to do there. My only question is this. I have no problem with Haskins. I doubt he's there at 15. So you would have to package up and trade up. But would you trade up for Haskins in the first round this year with Herbert and the group that's coming out next year? That you may not have to package up and move up in the draft to get Haskins when the class coming out next year is on the bone paper better than what's coming out this year. Problem is you need a fix gonna be right now. Well, there's no fix right now. Next uh, year's going to be bad. Next year's going to be bad regardless. There's well, so see, many the, holes. The fix, see, I, I would hold off. And the fix that you throw out there, no, hell no Flacco, no Tannehill. And I've said this before. I have no problem with going mid to late round if you want to go lock or if you want to go ripping in the later rounds then try to get uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater yeah. or, or Tyrod right. Taylor to battle out with McCoy and you, you smooth it over that way and hold over for one year and then there's a much more talented quarterback class coming out because the only two 
I don't really you, love Locke, honestly. I mean, well, I no, I, I, but see, it's it's those are the only ones that are like viable uh-huh. later on. No, he he is definitely a, a, a project, and Rippin is a project. That's why I say later on, and maybe he's someone that you groom and that's around. But the only two that will come out or should be drafted in the first round, Haskins and probably Greer. And Greer, I think he's a second rounder. If that, I, I'm not as much of a Will Greer guy. But see, that, it's, but, but it's a tough year. It's that, a tough that's year. my point about the classes coming out now, as opposed to next year. Yeah. Now you've got Herbert, who went back to school, back to Oregon, and Tua, and Tua, and you you've got a headlining class coming out next year. So I would much rather tank for Tua. Well, it's not tank. <laughs> not tank. You're not going to have to tank, guys. No, no, no. It's not tanking. But all you, you have do to do, I'm pretty sure, if McCoy is healthy and you Bridgewater and 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 Ty, or Tyrod Taylor one of the two will not cost you much you can build an offense around them to win be competitive in football games it doesn't have to be a tank situation you know so and if you look at it if you have it that way if you bring in Adrian Peterson back you have him there Geis comes along Thompson's still there or and this is probably a controversy, maybe a little spicy, given, you know, what this young man has done and he's not been exonerated fully yet. But Kareem Hunt is still floating around. You gonna have Kareem Hunt and Reuben Foster? Don't see anybody going after Kareem I, I'm just Hunt. I'm I'm throwing it out there now because people say the same thing about Reuben Foster. We mm-hmm. say the same thing all yeah, the time. The that was a Hunt, video. But, but at, at some point in time, so, so he's not you think he's never gonna play in the NFL again? Yeah, I don't think so. Ray I, Rice I, I I doubt that. Uh, as long as we're on the subject of Foster, this week uh, prosecutors drop those charges. Does that change anything? I mean, for me, the only problem I had was you could have waited and didn't until they like now. do no research on it anyway? They basically just plucked them up immediately. Like, well, see now, right him. now they're looking like, see, well, it yeah. doesn't matter because we were right. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. It was blind. Just like you said, they didn't really do anything. They just yeah, went. They were asked, did you call them. Tampa? No. Did you call the official? The, uh, the That's the arrogance that people say about this organization and the front office. They just go ahead and do whatever. And in this situation, for now, it worked out for him because he can still be on the exemplars. He can still be suspended by the league. Which I don't Which understand, but that's, I, that, that's what the league does. I think he'll probably. I mean, what does he get? Six games? Six. I, I bet you he yeah. gets six. Mm-hmm. So, because this is happening now, I, you know, right? And you you still have to address that middle linebacker. The thing situation. is, that would fix a lot. It would another Alabama line, a player along with Payne and Allen. But see, that's I mean, why I, I would not necessarily draft up for Haskins or jump up in the draft because if he is out six games, okay. But you can still get the kid from LSU at 15. There's still other linebackers, other needs to fill. Cornerback is a huge need. Because I don't know what they're going to do with, with Josh Norman. I'm soured on Norman right now. A lot of people He are. needs to either – I don't want to say problem with that is he you needs have restructure. To re- you have to replace him. Right. That's what I'm saying. In the first round, instead of jumping up for Haskins and trading up at 15, you can get – a, a solid, a greedy Williams from LSU, and some of those other guys are coming out this year at 15 and start to solidify. It's not a foregone conclusion that he's gone. It's not a foregone no, no, conclusion it's, it's, it's that Reed's not. gone either. No, I, I don't. I don't think he's gone because I mean, there's no guarantee Vernon's back. You don't have. Oh no, I think Vernon and Reed are both could be done. Yeah, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. 
So there's no gu- I, I'm saying there's no guarantee that Reed is gone because right. Vernon could very well do an Arakpo and hang it up. You know, Sprinkle was serviceable, but he's not going to be a starter. He's not ready for that yet. No. But the thing with Norman, it, it, you've got to come to the table and have some sort of restructure mm-hmm. because the money he's making, he's just not performing up to that. And he hasn't been. But he's been getting the benefit. I've given him the benefit of doubt for the last couple seasons. Now it's just you can't put him on big receivers. As you saw Alshon Jeffrey manhandled him. You can't put him on speedy receivers because he gets beat like Michael Gallup beat him several times against Dallas. So what do you do with him? So if you have someone, a corner, that you're paying that much money to, and you got to ask that question, it's time to revisit his contract. Corner is such a hard position. The top rookie corner this year, according to Pro Football Focus, was undrafted. Tredavious White, one of the best corners in the league, right. was a f- fifth rounder with from out of UConn. He was like a, I, I don't know, It's that's a tough position. Hopefully the scouting department is able to pick up maybe on some guys in the middle rounds of the draft this year because that's obviously a position that needs a little help too because how many times have we praised his defense this year because front seven outside of the issues Mason Foster has had at some points was their strong suit but mm-hmm. yeah they were getting beat too much in the passing game and I think that this defense still you, you talked about like how maybe not tank I kind of agree now looking at the defense a little bit they do have the potential to be strong it's just you gotta make moves at certain you're secondary number one is middle linebacker is number one for me and then your secondary is the biggest issue on that defense because you got rid of DJ Mm -hmm. so that weakens it haha is a free agent yeah you don't know what he's going to ask for and he didn't show great tape but I think that if he's in a different situation then maybe you know I wouldn't want to give up on him just yet I wouldn't either but it it all depends on what he wants yeah if if he's if haha is asking for the type of money that he would have demanded let's say wait early in the season when he was at Green Bay and playing at a, a Pro Bowl level then I'm, I, I can't do that. Plus, I have a problem paying safeties high, big time. Well, they don't dollars. have money to do that anyway. Right? They're 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 pretty hamstrung with the cap. About twenty million in cap space. Yeah, they don't have a lot of cap space. Ooh, so they're going to have good. to get creative, especially when it comes. They're going to have to hit on the draft, and they've got what, nine, ten, or eleven picks. Yeah. So they're going to have to mm. hit on all of those picks. Not all of them, but a good majority they're going to have to hit because they're not going to be big players in free agency unless some serious moves are made. Uh, restructuring, Norman would probably be the top candidate. But other than that, you know, there's not a lot they can do. And this this Alex Smith thing has kind of really put them in a bind. Yeah, because they're owing him a lot, right? Or yes. He got a lot up front. Yeah, he's on, he's on the – I think – Retirement is maybe the only way they get out of that right now. Possibly. And why would he retire if he's still going to be getting those the the fat? Well, check, he yeah, might not be able to. Avoided. Well, he might not be able to play anymore mm. at thirty five with that particular injury. Well, it's twenty million, maybe forty million dollars if they cut him. It's going to have to come out medically if the doctors say, "Hey, look, man, you just you cannot play on that leg anymore at yeah. your age." Then they could find you're thirty you're, sure. you're thirty five years old. That leg is shot. If you were 25, maybe I would give you a 75% chance. But at 35, if he if they give him less than a 50% chance that that's a full recovery, he might just go ahead and see, you know, that's it. So that's really my... He's got his money. He's got his money. And in, in, in short, if we can get Haskins, great. But I certainly understand your point. And I think my preference would be Tyrod Taylor over Teddy Bridgewater. Foles, I, I, Nick yeah, Foles is going to be a free one. agent. 
And I wouldn't. Hey, well, what does oh Foles want? God. What does Foles? Because because now Foles comes in. He's not your average backup yeah. because he comes in with a Super Bowl victory. I'd pay Foles, but you can't afford it. Sounds like you can. based on uh, the you can because it's going to be just like last year. My prediction is going to be a year late. Cole McCoy is going to start the season. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, oh but you know, God. and Foles could probably first priority With go to someone like Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. Now you get into Foles territory. He's looking Especially at if Foles goes and win a couple games. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Aren't you all assuming that Foles is going to fizzle out here against the Bears? I and- don't think Foles finishes this game. Really? Yeah. I give him one I, game. I, I, I kind of thought there would be a quarterback you, controversy up I don't in think, Philly. He's got bruised ribs. And when you have bruised ribs yeah. playing this defense, even if Eddie so Jackson is doesn't play. Ready? Is Wentz ready? I think so. No, I, don't, I haven't heard oh. that. I think it's, I, so I think it's Foles is ready. It's, so it's Sudfeld. Sudfeld. Be, I, this is my take on this little pre Suds, before, baby. before we get into it. That was my thing about this game is that with bruised ribs facing this defense led by Khalil Mapp, and it doesn't matter to me if, if Eddie Jackson starts at safety or not for this game or not. This defense will beat Foles up. Yeah. And with bruised ribs, this is not the defense. They're going to go monsters of the midway on his ass, and he will be out after the after halftime. It'll be the sud show, and they will destroy him in the second half. So much for my quarterback controversy thoughts. That, I mean, you know, well, maybe, maybe Eagles fans would be ready to boot Wentz for whatever some reason. Some of them are. If they, if some Nick are. Foles goes and wins, as you mentioned, with the bruised some ribs are. against some the Some are ready they, now. After he be. won the Super Bowl last year, when Wentz went down. There were certain fans on Twitter. They were elated, and heaven forbid if they Wentz were ready come, to boot Wentz, Wentz out. comes in and 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 stinks up the joint, and they end up losing bad. Right. Wentz sat out with that. I don't back think he's ready this week. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. I think I think it's it's it folds his limping into this game with bruised ribs. If Khalil Mack lights him up with a couple good shots, <laughs> he could be done. And then Ed Sudfeld to the rescue, and I don't think he gets it done against this defense. We'll get back to our football chat here in a second. First, there's another podcast we'd appreciate you listening to. Check it out. Imagine the home you've always known sinking into oblivion. We want to save a community, uh, a way of life. A Virginia island, population 460, is being swallowed by the Chesapeake Bay. The first full-fledged town that's probably going to get lost to sea level rise in America. Can disaster be stopped? Should it be? Shall the Lord destroy Tangier? Going Under, the story of Tangier Island. Available on Podcast One, iTunes, and at goingunderpodcast.com. All right, with all the coaches let go in the NFL, the number of black head coaches is suddenly way down. Any chance that pool will be replenished, or will we see mostly uh, white faces on the sidelines I see, wearing I, the headsets? Probably mostly white faces. The only coach right now or person that's getting a lot of interviews is Eric Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. The uh, I remember him playing Jeez, running back at Colorado. Yep. So monster looks totally different. Yeah, he does now. <laughs> he oh, totally, yeah, I didn't recognize like, him. like him and no. Deuce Staley. Yeah. Like you look at him on the side, like, they look like bowling balls. Like, what happened to these dudes? <laughs> Maurice Jones drew too. Yeah, but I know that he. Well, he was always shaped like that. Mm-hmm. Bieniemy and 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 uh, Deuce weren't necessarily shaped like that when they played. Yeah, that's true. You know, Maurice was going to be a little bowling ball shaped <laughs> dude, but. Yeah, he's he's getting a lot, a lot of interviews, but then you have they they throw in old retreads like I seen Jim Caldwell's gotten an interview or two, but for the most part, Bianami is probably the headliner to get uh, one of these head coaching jobs, and you know the rest of the 
the black candidates are probably going to be Wilkes will probably be a DC somewhere. Bowles, hopefully, uh, if Manuski and Manuski probably the main one is going to be gone here. I don't think Jay's going anywhere. And I think if you want to appease this fan base a little bit, bring back Todd Bowles. Or you get Wilkes if you're going to keep Norm, one of those two. Norman because that's Norman's exactly. Guy I, either one of those oh. two, I would I would be great with either one of those two. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Williams' situation is going to be. He's still interviewing with Cleveland. Greg? Yeah, he's, he's still not, interviewing with Cleveland. Snyder can't stand it. He's not coming. Well, really? he can't stand No, no, they, can't, they hate each other. They hate each other. That must be before my time here, maybe. That oh, yeah. That he was got the job like he, more you know, than 10 years he did ago. Yeah. things at the end there. He, were, they, you, were you here for the uh, God, Zim here Zoom? Six, six years ago. Okay, so uh, you're, you're, no. you're, you're, you're post-Zorn era. Because he should have had <laughs> the job. Goodness, right? yeah, yeah, Fortunately yeah. for the big well, he he post-stay medium. He should have had the job when Gibbs left. Yeah. Mm. But he did some things like the the time when they sent out 10 guys in the field against Buffalo in place of Sean and didn't have one because of Sean Taylor. Well, what Snyder was wrong says with that? that they, you know, that Gibbs didn't know about it, which he did. But, but, that, he, but, he did but that's things, a classy like move. Williams, yeah. Williams was, you know, wasn't. Snyder didn't like the way he was doing. He Greg was a, Williams uh, was a ruffler. Greg Williams reminds me of he's got the the sort of attitude of a Parcells and a Jimmy Dimon. Parcells and uh, Jerry Jones didn't get along all the time because they're not going to kowtow to the. The owner, mm-hmm. Greg Williams, is not going to kiss Dan Snyder or Bruce Allen's ass. No, and that's that is the problem. Then now he's not going to kiss the ring. He will not be managed. And players really wanted him to have that job. They did. I want him to have that job. Florida said it as recently as this year when we were doing that show. He goes, "That Greg should have had that." Job. I think if he gets that job, this franchise is a whole another different space. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he's got the knock. And we talked about this before, yep. Dimitri, and you brought up the Bounty Gate Bounty thing. Gate, yep. And I, I think that he's, you know, paid his debt to the NFL. People even think about it anymore? I don't Not think really. No. Not really. Just me. I always like to bring up the well, old, you know, the old uh, skeletons in the closet. Dimitri likes to dissect everybody's <laughs> skeletons and past. But, not, but on, on, as a whole, I really haven't heard anybody really mention him. Even when he took over for Cleveland, I really don't. Probably just you, Demetri. I don't think I've heard anybody else really bring up, oh, they're bringing him back. Well, that's the Bounty Gate guy. Nobody really. It's kind of like water under the bridge at this point. He paid his penance and it's done. I mean, nobody has brought it up with Sean Payton, so why bring it up with him? Yeah, the coaching situation, however, it's a lot of retreads getting names for these jobs. We talked about African-American coaches here. Uh, I like David Shaw as somebody that I would look at and yeah. I, would, I would give a call to. I mean, you're not getting a job as Stanford head coach. And, and succeeding at Stanford, listen, they don't have anybody who goes to their games, and that is an academic school first. And mm-hmm. year in, right. year out, they compete, and they get great players there. I think watch. it's past so, due for him to, I, get, to, yeah. to get his shot in the NFL. I don't know how much of that is him being comfortable where he is yeah. and, and not really wanting to make the jump to the NFL? Or is it, you know, he's not getting those phone calls? I, I, I have a hard time believing that no one that has, would be my- has spoken to David Shaw at all over right. the years. Right. Somebody has not even, maybe not an informal phone call, or just maybe he does the draft for, for the NFL Network sometimes. And I'm pretty sure 
some a GM or somebody has his, you know, so what do you think about, you know, you ever thought about, you know, jumping to the NFL? Just someone has talked to him, had that conversation. No but doubt. I don't know how much that is him being comfortable where he is because I, it doesn't work for everybody. We've seen this time and time again. I was actually, work somebody was asking me who I think the Dolphins should take, and I said Chris Peterson of Washington, and then they go to me, name one coach in college who really has came over and absolutely translated into the NFL. Guys who have been in the NFL prior, like Pete Carroll. Right. But Pete uh, Carroll had bounced around the NFL. Right. You know, he got his, right. his feet right, his feet set at USC. Then he was able to come back to Seattle and do what he did. And Harbaugh, he was in the NFL, played in the NFL, so yeah. he had seen think, how the I game bet, works. I think if someone threw a lot of money at Harbaugh, he'd jump now. His, his That seat's real hot. He don't beat Ohio State next year. He's yeah, done. yeah. Michigan is, uh, yeah, he, he might be on the way out there, but I don't, I don't know. Are you doing better than Harbaugh if you're Michigan? Like, uh, you know, face the Agreed, fact that it's but, like, uh, I mean, I understand. It's not a, since Bo Schembechler, you've had Brady Hoke and a bunch of whoever's. Rich Rod. Yeah. Rich and, and, and Rich, you know, Rich Rod is not a Hall of Fame. He, he's he got a wrong, decent he got wrong, coach. Yeah, yeah, he's I'm, decent, you know, but it, it was, it was Harbaugh's name and what he brings back a Michigan man that's what right. they wanted since Bo left they wanted a Michigan man to come back and coach their team so that's you, what they had you want your splash for Dan Snyder go out to Ann Arbor make to offer him a ton of money yeah I don't eh. that's horrible, I mean, you want to splash I don't go, go get there. Antonio Brown you want to splash no go? we don't we don't, don't need that you can't afford Antonio Brown first of all that's true you but can't Eric Bieniemy, will you mention him if you're Eric Bieniemy, do you leave Patrick Mahomes in this right. Chiefs team? I don't know. I feel like it's almost a Josh McDaniel situation at this point. <laughs> but see, you're happy there. Why yeah, go to Jacksonville and maybe get fired difference. in two years? But the, the difference is that's that's the kind of thing, the kind of uh, luxury that a white coach in McDaniels has. Because McDaniels knows that he's going to get opportunities. Some of these black coaches have to jump at the opportunities mm-hmm. because they might not get it again. You don't know when that door is going to open for you. So as a, a Caucasian coach, McDaniels has offers every year. McDaniels was so bold enough last year as to accept the Colts job. That's and what say, I'm saying. Eh, Who offer never a mind. I trust the guy. No nah, I'm good. No one either. So you said, oh, yeah, I'll take the job. And then call back, eh, on second thought. By the way, best move that happened to the Colts. Yeah, I mean, who knows Frank what he would have done? But Frank's been great. Oh, he's, yeah. he's been he's been he's been good. And Ballard, their he's GM. Yeah, he's been good. Oh yeah, kind of. He, yeah, he is a, way back. Way Biggest back. comeback in NCAA history, the Miami game. Yeah, and it played well in in Buffalo. And he was part of that wild card game in Buffalo right. to come back against Houston. But yeah, but I, I, if I'm the enemy, I I I take that opportunity now just because I don't know when it's going to come back around again. Because we had a lot of black coaches, and just that quick, you're back down to Tomlin and the Chargers coach. I'm sorry, oh, Anthony, Lynn. Anthony Lynn. Yeah. I don't know what it is coordinator-wise. I don't either. Not a I'm lot not still. Sure. But if I'm the enemy, yeah, I take the opportunity because <clears throat> if you you can't be safe all the time. You have to take – because if you take go to a team, like you mentioned Jacksonville, and if he turns it around, you're a rock star. That's you the have thing. There are only thirty-two of those jobs in the world. Exactly, so. and you can't see. Not everyone has the luxury to sit back because Josh McDaniel is in a unique situation, unlike anybody else. That he doesn't really have to go anywhere because as soon as the old man in Belichick is gone. It's his job. Right. It's true. But what happens when Brady's, the the, the old man, is gone? Well, How but, does that but, organization you know look? He might actually prefer that. Maybe. He might prefer that. 
It's possible that that he doesn't really if, if he takes over, he doesn't want this at that point. I don't know when Belichick is leaving, but Brady's forty one. So if he takes over and this dude sitting here forty four, forty five, and and talking crazy, get your old ass. Like, no, go. Yo, man, go I got the uh, take Tom your yellow Brady jacket and get for, on out of here. Christmas. Uh, he's about that pliability and health life. He might be around for a couple of years. Listen, Brady and I are the I same age. What are, tell me the difference. <laughs> what, are, what, is our, what are the differences? <laughs> We're going to do like There are this. no differences, George. Yeah. Uh, we same hairline. Thank you. We got to find a way to get Chi on some sort of man crush date with Tom Brady. Okay. That would be great. Okay. I'm tired of this gushing. We got to go out with the man on. I, I gushed over mugs. Baker and Brady, although I, I was happy to see Baker kind of take uh, take the L week 17 and the Ravens go. Yeah, you know, need that to get guy, humble just a little bit. Just a little bit. First of all, what he did with Jackson. He got to stop that with you. Yeah, stop just that. give me a break. You fired him. Your yeah. team fired him. Yeah. And his old team offered him a job. Would you want to be loyal to you? Right. Man, he just met you in the summertime. You should be, hey, then don't, don't be mad. You happy. Don't, Hugh does not owe that boy anything. No, and be happy now. You're playing now that he's not exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah, so you win. Take the right. road. That, that man owes so you nothing. Ridiculous. Your team fired him. Yeah. So am I supposed to sit at home with my draws right. when Marvin calls and say, no, I can't do that because he's either gonna I, get that, I don't know how Baker will feel about that. He's going to get, gonna get that Bengals job or he's going back to Minnesota, I heard. Yeah, I think they said the Minnesota thing is, is a real possibility yeah. that that could be the case. What do we do here, though? Is Minuski the, the the only move? Minuski. Minus whatever. He's about to get fired, doesn't matter. Well, that's not the move <laughs> that fans want to see. So it doesn't matter. Well, He'd be on his fourth defensive coordinator in four I'll years. I'll tell you what. Five years, whatever. If his like I said before, if his replacement is Bowles or Wilkes, then they'll somebody will be happy. Somebody you're right about that. All I'm right. gonna tell you what what I want to see him go back, go four three. Not that they play at a time, but put Kerrigan up front and just they go have a down. better personnel to play four three yes. than they do three four. And it's been like that for a couple of seasons now. And they've been very bullheaded in trying to play the three four until this year without a real nose tackle, which you can't do. So just go four three and call it a day. What I the only person I don't want to see go if Minuski, I say that correctly, George. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling. I'm just gonna say it right. I don't want to miss. I don't want right. nobody messing my Jesus. name up, yeah, calling no. me Jamal, Jamal, anything Listen, like that. He so won a Super Bowl Minuski. for you, okay? He's he's you know. I understand that. The only person I don't want to see go is Tom Sula. I think Tom Sula yeah. with this line needs to stay with these young players and whoever they bring in because he's got the mentality they need to have and they feed off of that. I think Callahan's gonna go. I think Callahan's going to go because it's it's time. He wants to go too. I think, and, I think, lot, and I think it's what it is. It's not. It's time for Callahan to say, you know what? Yeah. Let me get away from this sideshow. What did Danny Glover used to say? And I can't use the, the whole quote. In uh, lethal weapon, I'm too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what Callahan feels like. I'm too old. Well, there's for a lot this. talking about him about job. the injury stuff because he overworked the guys. Been a lot it, it of talk be, about that. It, it could be that inside. Well, Gruden doesn't do a whole lot of practice. And I'm talking about the way he works the old lineman. Even before games, they're out there with the big ball and they're doing crap. And yeah. he he's worked them hard. I, I so that could be that. Could, but see, I could see that's, that. That's the You're on your though. sixth guard. Like I could see that. I mean, I, and, and and that's that's you know? that's a liable. Yeah. You know, it's a viable argument. Yeah. But you can also look at the other extreme with Jay and like they don't do they practice hard enough? No. You know, we have all these walkthroughs and all this other stuff, and they get mad when you finally put on pads. I tell you, the walkthroughs are like, they're literally like walking. 
Yeah. Really? No, right. it's like, it's like, it's especially even a, a light training job, camp. Bro, they get out there in the field training camp for 40 minutes. They, you know, they walk just around. walk out there. The music's on. They get a ball. They're each playing with a ball as they're doing the training. I mean, they're not like, doing nothing. Yeah, it's. You know, and then at some point. Maybe that's leading to the injuries. Like, I don't know. Maybe you condition see, that's, your body that's more. That's part for, of it. And then you had those two extremes where you have Callahan may work them too hard. Jay might not work them enough. I don't know what the medical staff and and the uh, the, the training folks. I don't know what they're about because they might need to be looked into at some point. Because even when because uh, it's been multiple years now. But in a row, it's look like at look injury. at Long who who left and went to the Jets. Spencer Spencer Long. The Jets told him he had something he had been playing with that the Redskins doctors had continuously <laughs> misdiagnosed. Right. Like, dude, you supposed to have been had this checked out. They've been telling you some wrong mm-hmm. stuff. So I got to look at them too because we're we're all everybody looks at the coaches and the, the GM and this and that. But when you have over forty players on IR back in two seasons combined, mm-hmm. that's unheard of. Yeah, but I'm not ready to go in on the training staff. A lot, some of the stuff, the broken legs, you don't do training. That's not the training staff. Well, so you got to look at everything though. Right. I'm not sure. I don't know these people. You know it better than I do. But I'm just saying that when you have that amount two years in a row with 20 plus players on IR, everything looks like I think the at. fluke ones are that are you can't you can't put on the training staff. Some of the other stuff, okay, the the pulls and stuff like that. Maybe yeah. they're not treating their bodies right. That's something to look into. And we've had polls before. Yeah. And this is prior to Gruden's. You know, even when Saint Jordan Reed gets here. hurt all the time. Fine. Chris Thompson's been hurt a lot. Yeah, you know, broken ribs on a, a shot at the goal but line. O- over twenty two years in oh, a row. Oh yeah, is no, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, every, everything needs to get looked at. It's not even a. And last know, a year thing they of, put it's in, your fault. It's like you got to see everything. This, they put in all this extra stuff last year, including the pool, the, the pool underground, right. and, the, and and Jay was funny in this in the, in this presser the other day. He goes, yeah, I get a lot of good that stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, because everybody's on IR, and you have a bunch of strangers in the locker room. Another thing, Chris, I don't know if you've noticed. Some of the young wide receivers that they brought in, the young wide receivers they're going to have going to next year, training camp is going to be interesting because you got you already have Trey Quinn. People forget about uh, Robert uh, Davis. You got Harris, but then they brought in Henderson from Denver, our Darius Stewart who went to Alabama. He's interesting. Trey McBride, who they just brought in on futures contract the other day. So you got it, and, and Sims of Sims. course from Alabama. Sims, yeah. So outside of Doxson and Crowder and, and those guys. Well, Crowder and, may be and gone. Crowder may be he's gone. probably be gone. Richardson, rather. Let's put yeah. Richardson in his spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting group of young receivers to see who shakes out because there's a lot of it's a lot of talent amongst those that group of guys. I think if you lose Crowder, keep your eye on our Darius Stewart. All right, because I don't want them uh, spending the little money that they remember, have on water receiver. I don't know if you remember seeing him at Alabama at the all. The name rings a bell, uh, no doubt about it. Was he, I'm sure Calvin Ridley probably uh, you can, over... You well, know, he was, came out before Calvin did. But he, yeah, but he was kind of in Calvin's shadow a little bit. But you can stick him in the slot, strong, fast, can make plays after contact. So he's he's interesting. I mean, he was having a, a decent preseason, as they say. So was McBride, and McBride's local-ish. William and Mary kid uh, oh, yeah. came out a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's interesting. Uh-huh. Henderson is a guy. He's a big receiver to go with Sims and uh, Robert Davis and also Harris, who are big guys. So. 
there's just a little bit of silver lining to look forward to because they have an interesting young group of receivers that's going to come in next next all season. But who's going to throw on the ball? Nobody knows. Two more topics to tackle here as the clock ticks away. The 2019 National Championship game, Monday night, Alabama, Clemson. Who do you think is going to take that? Well, I think that this will be an awesome game, unlike both of the semifinal matchups. Not bad here. Huh? Yeah, unfortunately for the casual college football fan who's not into gambling, you know, that's not exactly. <laughs> what you want to see in these uh, double-digit games, although Oklahoma made it interesting in the end. I think that Alabama with Tua Tagovailoa still not 100%. He admitted so as much after the game. To me, they still defensively, I'm going to go with the Tua not 100% and Jalen Hurts combination over the phenomenal freshman rookie Trevor Lawrence who I think mm-hmm. is going to be a first round pick when he becomes eligible first number one overall pick but I'd still rather go with the experience a little bit there mm-hmm. Clemson missing there and listen the guy who filled in for Lawrence and, is out again. yeah so I and you know I think they did an admirable job against Notre Dame but I just That's think Notre Alabama Dame. Alabama's 1A Clemson's 1B Notre Dame should not be allowed back in the playoffs anymore. well I, listen they weren't undefeated they deserve to be there Yes, yes. The record, but do you Should knew they, that that was no. Yeah. They, that's the second time doing that nonsense. But I think Clemson covers the six point spread. I think Alabama so wins wait, by. I don't, I don't the, think so it's they that played, close. They've played two championship games, and last year was the semis, right? Yes. So this, this is, is number, number four, three. Four. Or three, well, three championship. for the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is three for the, the rubber match. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I think I think Bama rolls yeah. because I, I, as much as Trevor Lawrence it, does, Trevor Lawrence come out and play like Tua did in the second half when he got thrown into his first national championship game. You're playing a damn near NFL team, and all of these guys has been there for Bama. On both teams have been there in recent years, we just said. But Trevor Lawrence has not stepped foot on that national championship right. stage against this veteran, even if they're freshman guys out there, they're all veteran type guys on this defense. I just, I think he gets terrorized. He hasn't seen any team this year no, that no. comes on the level. Because there's, there's nobody there's on the level nothing close in the ACC like this. No. Not even close. Fourth consecutive championship game for Alabama. 2-1 and one. Clemson playing its third title game in four years. Yeah, he's he's seen nothing close I see like to what he's going to thir- see. I'd say 34-30 Alabama would be my pick. How about this that's, that's too close to me. And what'd you say? That's too close. 34-30 Alabama. Oh, no. Alabama wins by at least two scores. Really? At least two dozen. Late scores? I'm going off the over-under, I wouldn't, which I wouldn't is like even 62, say. 60, right? like, which I think is pretty I would, high. I would say they might. Points. Let's say... Let's say I, I think Alabama might jump up early just based on experience. I think this. And if close. Lawrence gets settled in the second half, maybe he can have some makeup touchdowns, like Kyler, you know, in in the third or fourth quarter, yeah, like Kyler Murray did. But I I just think it's too much. He'll be there again next year. It's not his time. And then losing Lawrence again is huge. You can get past that with Notre Dame. But with Alabama, with the offensive line they have, two quarterbacks that can move. And two running backs. And the run, run, not right. even two. They got like, like three, three or four. Yeah. They just roll them out, roll them out, Harris roll them out. Jacobs, yeah, those are the two premier So ones. they just they, they keep hitting you with people in waves. You got to worry about Judy on the outside. They got wide receivers. And they just keep hitting you over and over again. And you look up, and it's not even the same running back that just ran over you two right. plays ago. It's another guy. So they keep them too fresh. They're too talented, too it just it's i think it's overwhelming i think trevor lawrence will get back there 
probably as soon as next year. Mm-hmm. He'll have his time. I just don't think it's now because I, I think, think the game's in the 30s, like you said. I think yeah, it's in the 30s. I, th- I, I think it's in the 30s, but yeah. I don't think Clemson is in the 30s with them. Just a minute to spend on the Wizards here. You could say Gall- too long. Gallo's humor. They're getting the Redskins treatment in terms of the wounded. First yeah. John Wall, Markeith Morris, if you want to go back to Dwight Howard, can they stay alive? They're this better. Season? They win every Saturday night that I cover them. It's <laughs> like, they literally win every Saturday night. It's like, I only ever see the good times, really. This is not uh, popular, and it, it, a lot of people don't want to hear it. They are better without John Wall. I, I said it last year. They are year, better without times. Markeith Morris. I would throw Dwight in there, but Dwight played with some energy before he went down. I guarantee if he would have played healthy from then till now, you'd have seen some lapses in his uh, energy level and play as well. You have the, the, the roster they have right now is so conducive to the style of basketball they're playing right now. The ball doesn't stick. Wall, if you if you look at them with and without Wall, Wall almost has a Carmelo like effect mm. where he dominates the ball so much that it just it sticks. And then when he gets rid of it, he doesn't move. That one play a couple weeks ago, he stood there literally oh. with his hands on his hips yeah, yeah. and let the whole play go. But when you have Bradley Beal is the go-to guy, but everything doesn't have to go through him. You see the offense flow. And he flow. admits as much afterward. You heard him after the game say, right. I can't do it on my own. I need exactly. Others, so. But you have the, the players that they have. When you have Beal, Porter, Green, Ariza now, Sadoransky, Troy Brown, even Bryant at the five, yeah, who is a phenomenal passer for somebody his size. Troy Brown is a great passer at 6'7", six, 6'8". Seven, six, seven, six, and you notice the ball flows. There's energy on both ends of the court. Yes, they have their issues still, but the style of the brand of basketball they're playing is so conducive. Sam Decker. You throw those guys in there, they can all knock down wide open shots, mm-hmm. but they're all willing passers and they're all good passers and they see, they see the floor well. So it doesn't go through just one person. And when it's time for Bill to take over, he does that. But he doesn't demand everything to go through him. And I think they play much better. Auto plays much better when yeah. everything is, and, and so does Bill, when everything's flowing through everyone else. And Thomas Bryant has been outstanding. And it's about time that Brooks was forced to play him. Now, now he's forced to play Brown, and Brown's playing well. Can we get Devin Robinson up, please? Because he's done his thing with the go-go. He's That's enough. Bring him up. He can get some of the athleticism you lost in Oubre, and then this team can just roll. And even Ron Baker, he gives you energy and knock down open shot every once in a while. And Chase and Randall, but the way they're playing now, everything, it, it rolls. They have a better chance to win without those three guys, in my opinion. The DMV Sports Roundtable is on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> the Podcast Wrap One up. app, podcastone.com, WTOP's mobile app. Just tap listen. For Jamal and George and Chris, I'm Dimitri. And for Redskins fans, large and small, all around the world, may God help us.